Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be with Will Hare, CEO and co-founder of Bellavix.com. A absolutely incredible e-commerce marketing revolutionary. Will, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Seth. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? Yeah, so uh, my experience is um, since I graduated college, I've always been working at different agencies and advertising. Um, and pretty much like any other entrepreneur, I hit a point where I could do this better myself. So in 2018, I uh, took the leap and we started our own marketing agency and specifically the riches are in the niches, as they say. So we chose to focus on marketplaces and helping brands scale on marketplaces. So we primarily work on Amazon, probably the world's largest marketplace, uh, but we do support Walmart and Target as well. All right. So by marketplace, you mean places people go to buy things, obviously online. Yep. So who is an ideal client for you? Uh, ideal client is anybody who maybe has uh, retail distribution and that they're having issues, whether it's map policy, scaling, uh, third party sellers uh, invading their listings or not honoring map policy, um, and anybody's looking to grow sales on those marketplaces. So uh, ideally, you have some book of business going already, um, and we'll help you kind of level that up. All right. So what are the most common mistakes you see? e-commerce brands making that you guys are obviously helping them fix? Yeah, I think the most common is they treat the marketplaces like their website, you know, Amazon, any of them really, they're their own ecosystem. There are nuances that uh, work well on marketplaces that don't work well on websites and vice versa. So I'd say mistake number one is just really not understanding the ecosystem and trying to force that square block and that round peg. Absolutely. So what are, we don't want you to give away any of the secret sauce, but what are some examples of what, let's say, a nuance on Amazon might be that someone wouldn't necessarily know because they don't do this all day, every day like you guys? Yeah, beautiful. I'll start with SEO because that's the uh, the easiest to kind of dive into. Typically on your website, it's usually shorter titles. You're not as concerned about indexing for specific root keywords and your bullets tend to be a lot shorter and a lot more to the point. On Amazon, we love to be a little extra wordy, but we know that there's different weights in terms of ranking when it comes to your title and those bullets and also the behavior. Somebody on Amazon is in the process of making a decision, but they're pretty close to that bottom of the funnel. 
um, but they're comparing you to other products. So having call outs in capital letters, making it skimmable, because let's be real, nobody really reads. We just want to get to the good stuff. Um, so those are the types of things that generally we see wrong. And, you know, the common things like, why aren't I ranking on the first page for this, this, and this? And it's likely because there's nowhere in your listing. And that's that's why. That makes a lot of sense. You've had some incredible case studies with some of your clients. Talk a little bit about bounty hunter metal detectors. Excellent. So bounty hunter metal detectors, we actually did a research project for. Uh, these guys were a vendor central uh, account and they had three sub brands underneath them. And it was you know, a really nice strategy they had going on. I can't go too much into the details. Uh, but long story short, we did an analysis of their catalog and we found uh, lots of chargebacks and opportunity to improve their shipping and fulfillment process, which would lead to better efficiency and more money in the door. We also analyzed their advertising to get a better understanding of where they're uh, they're spending the most money. And when we found there's a lot of leaks, somebody on the team uh, had an idea that if I have a whole bunch of campaigns with really small budgets, I'll be able to spread myself out and get a lot of exposure. And in fact, he was just bleeding the budgets dry. So that was like a big takeaway uh, from the advertising portion. And then uh, and just big basic listing issues. So a lot of parent children. Uh, relationships that could be formed or that should be pulled apart for a better user experience. So it was it was a deep dive, and this was a vendor account, so there was lots of nuances into um, the contract and all that other stuff when it comes to operating on Amazon. Uh, but overall, we're able to deliver a lot of value, and they took those improvements and they implemented them on their own. Awesome. Can you talk about a- another example where you were? instrumental in like let's say managing the advertising and helping them scale yeah sure definitely so um h2o capsules is a a water bottle uh manufacturer there's sports equipment space and if you think like hey new to market water bottles this must be super competitive it really is uh but sarah is a brilliant designer she really she trademarked patent her design so she had a really unique take uh, on her bottles and she worked with a lot of influencers so she had a lot of clout her issue when we got started is she hit a level of uh, of sales stagnation. So she wasn't able to kind of get to the next level. And the problem was, is that she was looking at the wrong KPIs. So a lot of uh, merchants, when they come in, they're looking at ACOS, your advertising cost of sale. And our KPI that we use, because we do full funnel advertising and marketing, use tacos, total advertising cost of sale, which is your total spend divided by your total sales on Amazon and like most marketplaces. Uh, sales, advertising or not, will influence organic ranking. Um, so we essentially got her to align with the proper KPIs. And then we were able to kind of work up our way up the funnel. So real quick, we figured out what is the cost to acquire a customer market? What is the cost to acquire a customer who's been exposed to the brand? And then how do we level that up? Once we had baseline data, she gave us our efficiency. You, can you guys work within this constraint? And we could, and we worked our way up until we got to consideration. And now we're full funnel marketing and advertising. Uh, Sarah's about 10x the size she was before, and she's a very happy client, which is what we love here at Bellavix. I would imagine 10x are absolutely incredible results. With all the success you've been able to achieve for yourself and for your clients, what's your biggest challenge now? Uh, Biggest challenge, I would say we are implementing the uh, uh, EOS, Entrepreneur Operating System. So L10 meetings, getting more structure and clarity with the team and our brand and vision. Uh, we are intentionally small. We're not trying to grow to 100 people. You know, my goals for this year, we'd like 30 employees and 
35 accounts and just focus on quality work. So a lot of it as a team is kind of scaling up. It's like, how do I maintain quality? How do I maintain some level of control while giving the team autonomy to make decisions and do what they need to do? And then still have a good culture that values work-life balance. A lot of people who work for us at Bellavix have families. We have kids that are young. Um, so we put a, a strong emphasis on like family first. Um, we're not trying to be a sweatshop. And that's that's the biggest challenge. Your passion is obvious. What do you like the best about what you're doing? Uh, I dude, I just love marketing, scaling businesses. Like it is fun to go in and like when people hit a wall and they're like, I don't understand why we can't do this. It's fun to dive deep. And somebody in advertising, like uh, understanding audiences, where to put yourself, building that customer journey and the messaging around that, and then like reaping the rewards from all that hard work. It, it's magical. It's really a fun experience and I wouldn't do anything else. That is awesome. I know that you are always improving, always looking to add more to your process. What do you, what kind of trends are you seeing like coming down the pike in the next year or two? Oh yeah. So Amazon is uh, going pretty heavy with uh, buy with prime. So they're integrating their, um, their prime features onto websites. And we just had a meeting with the rep. They're talking about making it integrated with the cart. So it's a better user experience. So from that angle, I see Amazon kind of integrating a little more with uh, user experiences outside of Amazon and uh, letting brands, whether they're on Amazon or not, uh, leverage that experience of the, the two-day shipping and everything else that comes with that. Uh, increases in fees, it's becoming more expensive to operate on marketplaces. Amazon has stepped away from the warehousing business, so they've implemented a fee structure that the longer you have inventory uh, on hand, the more fees you're going to pay. Um, so they're really shaping how they're doing it. And then I wrote a really interesting long form article that you guys could check out on a blog or newsletter, uh, but it's about last mile delivery and drone uh, delivery, essentially. And we kind of break down each of the technologies that are here, you know, being implemented, whether it's in-route manufacturing, autonomous delivery, and drone delivery. 85% of packages delivered uh, by Amazon are under five pounds, so they're eligible to be delivered by a drone. So what does that look like for our personal? What does that look like for safety, privacy? Like there's a lot to be unpacked there, but it's super exciting. Like this is the future. Like how our kids experience e-commerce is gonna be way different uh, than how we experience. But I'm gonna miss all the memes with like Amazon drivers break dancing and dropping off Christmas packages. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. What, if you could um, go back in time and give yourself some advice a handful of years ago when you were starting Bellavix, what would you tell yourself now, knowing what you know now? Uh, hire good people. Uh, recruiting is paramount and having a good culture that people can get behind. I think like a lot of business owners getting started, you're always stressed about just making payroll and making ends meet. Um, and if I could do it over, I would throw that all to the wind. Hire quality talent early on that's better than myself and put them in a position to succeed because a rising tide floats all boats. Amen. That is great advice. Uh, Will, for our folks watching and listening who want to learn more and who might be clients, good clients for you, where is the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yeah, check us out at bellavix.com. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I post something almost every day, Will Hare, H-A-I-R-E. Um, so you can check me out there. And then we have a newsletter we're really proud of. Uh, we go into the um, news uh, that affects sellers. And then we also do long form content where we analyze e-commerce as an industry. So 
you know, reach out anywhere there if you're interested in e-commerce or just kind of want to check out what we do. All right. Well, we know your time's incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Will Hare of BellaVix.com. Will, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Seth. Thanks so much, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.